0: Welcome to If it Be a Real Podcast. Today I caught up with Lila Hayes out of Bath, UK, a sensational dream pop artist. Uh, has a couple of releases that just came out that are at the end of this podcast. Be sure to have a listen to them. And I hope you enjoy our conversation. Uh, it was great to um, talk with an emerging artist. Uh, much more to come from Lilac Hayes. Where are you coming in from today?
1: Oh, I'm, I'm just uh, in Bath.
0: Okay, nice. Yeah. I traveled to Bath way back, way back. And uh, what a beautiful city.
1: Town. Yeah, it is beautiful, yeah.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember it being kind of small, um and I yeah. remember I went to the baths, and it's kind of in a valley, and it's uh, it's just beautiful <laughs> everywhere, right? It's just yeah. you have the stream that runs through the the town.
1: Yeah, it it, it is beautiful here. Yeah, I, I love it. Yeah, and where are I you based? based?
0: I am out of Montreal uh, in Canada, Quebec.
1: Oh, okay. Yes, yeah
0: yeah quite quite a distance but it's been interesting I've been talking with quite a few uh people from um across the pond um yeah and it's amazing to have these conversations I mean technology right you you gotta love it sometimes you hate it sometimes you love it
2: it's
0: yeah so Katrina let's let's start off just um I like to rewind in time I like to go back and kind of see the beginnings of the seed of a musician and I wanted to ask you like your first recollections of um listening to music and how it how you knew that music needed to be something in your life like do you remember those memories of um, growing up and listening to songs, I imagine you know parents exposing you to their music as well as you're growing up. You want to talk yeah, a little
1: definitely. bit, definitely. Yeah, sure. I, it, music's always been a, a huge part of my life. Um, it's just something that's always been in the house. Um, growing up and definitely like my mom was big in the beat with the Beatles, so we listened to a lot of the Beatles and um, very like lots of different genres of music from country and like Dolly Parton and things like that. Um So yeah, it's, it's just always been something um that's just been in my life. So it just mm-hmm. feels, yeah, I just, I love music so much. <laughs> <laughs> so. What,
0: what is it if you could put your thumb on it? Like, what is it about music that just
2: sparks something in you?
1: Um, I don't know. I, I think it's, it's, it's just uh, like a great way of just communicating and connecting with people um on like so many different levels <laughs> um and like you know so many different topics and and like life discussions can like just come from music which is crazy <laughs> yeah. yeah
0: it's a universal language eh? yeah a- definitely it spans across the world. It makes the world kind of flat, right? Because you can hear stuff from all over the world and it affects people in similar ways, yet yeah. Um, yeah, personal ways as well,
2: which is yeah, so perfect. interesting. It is. Tell me
0: about this crossroads. I've been kind of like deep diving you a little bit. And I, I read somewhere where you came at a crossroads. I believe you were a, a gymnast when you were younger. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, yeah, I was uh, very big in gymnastics. (laughs) Or, yeah, I did a lot of gymnastics growing up. About the crossroad in, in my life, I was a very energetic child, and my parents didn't really know what to do with me, so they put me in ballet class, which didn't last but a day. So they put me into gymnastics, and at that time, we were living in Texas, which is very big on sports uh especially gymnastics and swimming so i was i was in gymnastics and i just loved it so i did that uh quite regularly and that was when i was 4 and then when i was 6 my gymnastics coaches came to my parents and you know said you know ask them if if i if i'd be able to or am interested in pursuing gymnastics as a career and to, you know, if I'd be interested in joining the elite gymnastics program en route for the Olympic trials. It was a really tough decision because I really loved both uh, equally. So I decided to continue in music um, just for, you know, for fun. I loved music and i wanted to have time and flexibility to to just enjoy so i did gymnastics recreationally all the way you know through throughout my childhood uh, up until my my late teens so that was great and i began um i was still doing music and everything and you know singing at sporting events and things like that and when i was 12 That's when I began classical voice lessons. And it it kind of grew from there, uh, music-wise. It was becoming a bit more serious, like training as a vocalist with orchestras and ensembles. And so I I did a lot of performances all all over the world, which was wonderful. It was really a wonderful experience and um, something that I'll I'll always... uh, Cherish. Uh, It was a great opportunity. And when I was kind of late teens, early 20s, I I kind of really wanted a change from that um, environment, I guess. I I, I really wanted to kind of dive into songwriting a bit more, because at that time I was dabbling in it a little bit, but not fully. Um, It was just kind of here and there. so, my early twenties was kind of when I wanted a shift
0: right yeah. what um what what how did your musical journey start to the point where you you knew that that was your choice like you were going to go off into that fork what were what were your influences that made you make that decision
1: um I think it was kind of a combination of things. It wasn't really like one thing, but mm. Um, yeah, I I think it was more, um, like early (laughs) twenties where Mm -hmm. I kind of got into a bit of songwriting. Um, but yeah, it wasn't until like recently, I think I say recently, it's probably been a few years. (laughs) Um, when I was at Bath Spa, I did the songwriting program Mm
2: -hmm. and,
1: um, I think it was like then I was like, I really enjoy songwriting and I want to try and make this music thing work and and, uh, try and make a living from it um yeah I think it was it was at that point I was kind of like I really want to do this
0: that's cool so you mentioned that too and I, I wanted to to talk about that this Bath Spa University this songwriting program that you're in what tell me about it like what, what, what would you do there? Um, like, what was the curriculum? What were your projects that you did to get to a point? I think you mentioned that you got distinction as well in the.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's amazing! Um, Congratulations! Thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Tell um, me about
0: this program.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, my mentor told me about the course at Bath Spa University, and this was at the time when i was just finishing up my studies at oxford brooks i was there for a term um as a on a study abroad program and i was just finishing that up and i was about ready to head back to the us to finish my undergraduate studies and my mentor said no wait before you go back why don't you um take a trip to an open day at Bath Spa and check out their program. They have a, a really great songwriting program and commercial music program that sounds that would just be right up your street. And I said, "Oh, okay, I'll check it out." <laughs> so uh, me and my mom went and visited, and um, it looked great. So I attended Bath Spa for their uh, master's program, which was a year, and it went by way too fast. I met a lot of fine people there, and it was just a really wonderful. Creative nurturing environment. Uh, my coursework was, was interesting. It was, you know, we started off, um, with the songwriting skills, which was, you know, all about the, the basis of, of a, of a, of, of a song and, you know, how to structure a song and, and kind of just learn the basics of, of how it's, how it, you know, you write to write a song, and um, so that that was a lot of fun. We wrote, um, I think, like five or six, or like a, a few songs during that module, and then in the next module, which was the workstation production module, we we took those songs and put them in lo- Logic, and we kind of worked on the production of of what we had created in the first um, the first term. Uh, so that was, that was good. And, um, of course, there was, uh, dissertations and writing papers, which, which I'm, I'm not a, a huge fan of, <laughs> but, um, but I, I did enjoy song identity and culture class, uh, which was really interesting. It was a great way to explore and dive into like your own musical influences and how it shapes you as an artist and how you'd like it to um you know how you'd like to incorporate your musical influences into your own work so that was a great module for like kind of the self-exploration and then the final module was for each of us to create um an album
0: for sure for sure and what did you grow up listening to like what were your major influences as you're growing up
1: um very. i i um to a lot of the beatles like i said Mm -hmm. and um yeah like dolly parton i listened to a lot and fleetwood mac um uh like pink floyd i think as well Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and then like like in like my teens, I listen to a lot of The Cure. <laughs> um, right. I'm a big fan of The Cure. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I also love like re- recently I got into, well, when I was at Bath Spa, Julianne Regan of All About Eve is, was one of the lecturers there. Um, mm-hmm. And um, so I, I, I uh, discovered her band through the course <laughs> um, right. and love her, love their music as well. So yeah. Yeah. Um, just Sweet. all sorts of different... <laughs> yeah?
0: <laughs> yeah. How do you... What's your songwriting process? Like, I imagine that you learned quite a bit about how to assemble something. But I think it's a path that everybody kind of discovers on at their own pace and their own rhythm, right? How do yeah. you get the seed of an idea to wanting to put it on tape? Um, I usually...
1: Like just start with um a chord progression on the on the piano or the guitar if I can I, I don't play very well on the guitar, so I only know a few <laughs> shapes, but um I just kind of find some chords that I like and then um put it into a logic file and just kind of free form a melody or some melodies um and then just kind of go from there really, so yeah. Nothing too crazy. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And, well, I mean, like Johnny Cash, right? I mean, he knew, like, three chords, right? And, I mean, look at all the songs he wrote. So, (laughs) once you have a few chords, there's magic that can happen for sure. (laughs) (laughs) And what what inspires you for your lyrics? Like, what? how do you... Because I always find that writing lyrics can be a bit... You can find a melody... But then, how do yeah. I create a story or
2: yeah, exactly. something
0: around <laughs> those chords? And I can appreciate you when you said that it's it's a struggle to write, um, partic- particularly if it if it's not flowing <laughs> out of you easily, <laughs> yeah. which I've struggled with as well. Um, how do you how do you unblock that, or how do you come from chords to a complete kind of story?
1: Um, I I usually. I don't know, it kinda of depends. I like I I try not to force it because sometimes if I force it 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 just sounds terrible. <laughs> so so I just kind of like if it's not working, I just kind of step away from it for a little while and then go back mm-hmm. to it. And something mm-hmm. might just I like see things a little bit better. I'm like, how did I not see that before? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> so right.
1: so um Yeah, that it's it's, a good good
0: good strategy. Very good strategy. It's good to take a
1: break from for (laughs) uh, sure. Yeah. But lyrically, yeah, I guess um I don't know. I I like a lot of like poetry and um just kind of stories like short stories and things are yeah, just kind of incorporate a bit of escapism, I guess, and lyrics, but yeah. I don't know if it, if I do that successfully, but I enjoy it.
0: Well, I think your lyrics are lovely. Um, oh, thank you. I, I've found three of your songs. So you're um, Lila Kay's two singles. Yeah. And then you recorded a song with your, with your actual name, Katrina Swift. Yeah. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, all the, what was it called? Ian? All the World?
1: Oh, uh, um, it was um I Walk the Earth. I walk there. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> and I just wanted to talk about those two differences because, it, I mean, if you look at those, what you've recorded, when you were recording things as, as, as your name, you're, that one song, it, very beautiful, stripped down, simple, simple, clean lyrics, really rhythmic chords. And then Lil' Case came. And I find that there was a, a little bit of a shift. Do you, yeah. do you agree with me?
1: Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, um, the song "I Walk the Earth." Um, one of our our writers on our our label that we have um, he he wrote the song "I Walk the Earth," and um, s- since we're working together, you know, um, um, he he asked if I'd be interested in doing a cover of of his song and I said, Of course, it's a beautiful song. So thank you. I'd love to. Um so that's kind of how that came about. And we were working um like uh remotely. So he was he's in California and I'm um, here in England. So so we did everything uh just through Zoom and emails and stuff. So yeah. That's
0: cool. That's cool. And what what shifted? Like, when did you realize that you wanted to um, switch your band name to Lilac Hayes? Like, what were the songs that said, "Okay, I think it needs its own identity"?
1: Um, well, it was more of like, um, it, it was more Lilac Hayes was kind of born out of a sound and a, a song that I wrote, Lilac Hayes, um, which was. Um, uh, created during lockdown and I wanted to kind of give its own separate identity from the other projects that Mm. I was doing, or I'm still doing as Katrina Swift is my own name (laughs) Um, so it was a way of kind of separating the two um, and I feel like kind of giving Lilac Hayes its own uh, sonic stamp and its own sound that I'm still developing, <laughs> yeah. So.
0: Right. And how did you find your voice? Like, how did you find it?
1: Do you mean like, 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 like uh?
0: Yeah, like I, I, I find that you go through. It's kind of like figuring out how to play an instrument, really. Right, your voice. How did you find like where you're like, yes, this is. I wanted I wanted I want to create songs right. with this persona behind them and my voice is this instrument.
1: Uh, How did you yeah. find
0: that voice?
1: Um it was it's through a, a lot of soul searching. Um mm-hmm. really I think especially during the lockdowns. Uh I had a lot of time to to uh, myself <laughs> and my thoughts. Um <laughs>
2: right. uh, right.
1: so yeah, it was just kind of from there. Um where I just felt like I kinda wanna just a a change and um you know, writing more songs and exploring uh different sonic textures and elements and I think, you know, I, I wanna put that under a different name and and have uh yeah, be able to be more free and, and open with what I'm doing, um as right. Lilac Hayes versus Katrina.
0: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> right. Yeah. Were you listening to particular artists at the time when you were going through that reflective kind of like? Do you remember like certain songs or artists that kind of stuck with you and like, I love this, that sonic palette that they put forth that I want to kind of discover on my own.
1: Um, I don't think it was like a, like a, well, I, I was listening to a lot of the Cure. <laughs> um, like their their wish album is great beautiful. and um,
0: beautiful.
1: yeah it's a great album <laughs> and yep. uh i was listening to a lot of the cure and uh, all about eve um and um like um yeah I, I i kind of feel like i was kind of listening to the music that i was listening to like in my in my teens although all about eve hmm. i I just discovered <laughs> but, <You're> um, right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, just kind of, um, those bands, like the Beatles, I was listening to a bit more during lockdown, but, um, yeah, just mm-hmm. combina- combination uh, of things.
0: By the way, I, I saw on your Instagram, your cover of one of those Cure songs and they, so beautiful.
1: Oh, really thank beautiful. You. Thanks. What, it was,
0: it was, was oh, it Wish? No.
1: I forget what song the, um, it
0: was, um, but a uh,
1: Love Song, I think it was or something. That's <laughs> true. That's true. Yeah.
0: So beautiful. You have such a beautiful <laughs> voice. That's kind of why I wanted to ask you that question about because I think you do start to try certain things with your voice that maybe you might feel, oh geez, I'm really pushing it or yeah. I'm pushing it enough, or I'm not hitting that note, or I wanna um yeah. So it's, it's, it's really a process of going through those steps of of figuring that out. Tell me a little bit about the ghost that I once knew. Cause I, again, that was the song that I was like, okay, I, I need to talk to this artist. Um, it was a song that has that beautiful, slow build and then these crescendos and, um, it's just an outstanding song, which you'll hear at the end of this podcast people. So, um, hold on and you'll hear it at the end of this but tell me about that song how it came to be
1: Uh well i i wrote the song with um a guy here sam allen who's also in a a band called night swimming who are great and um but i i wrote it in um like 2019 i think uh no, wait, I can't even remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wrote it sometime. <laughs> uh, and, um, yeah, I took the song to Sam, and and he worked his wonderful guitar magic uh, song, and uh, it just kind of grew from there. Uh, yeah, this just grew from there, really, and then we recorded it, and, yeah.
0: It's a hit in my books. I love okay. it. <laughs> Let's mention you kind of mentioned that and I wanted to talk about that a little bit is the blank canvas music. Um so you release songs as an artist, but you also are in the promotion business as well. And I mean it's a record label, correct?
1: Yeah, it's it's um a, a music publishing company and, and like um... Yeah. And a music label as well. Um, hmm. so yeah, so I'm, um, yeah, doing both. <laughs> yeah.
0: What's your role? What's, what do what you, what's your role in that?
1: Uh, well, um, I, I co-founded it with, with my mom. Um, so we're working together on it and, uh, I'm, I'm in charge of the A&R creative side of things. <laughs> and, hmm. um, she, she's, um, has a background in business and, finance. So, so it, it works well, with both sides. <laughs> right. Yeah. right.
0: Yeah. And how did you grow your roster? Like, how did you, you know, cultivate the musicians that are on, on your label? Um,
1: yeah. Our, our roster is very eclectic. We, we don't, you know, we're not genre specific uh, or like tied down to one genre. Um, we, we, our 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 aim you know for the the company is that we work with you know nice kind people and you know who are are obviously very talented and um you know we want to help them as much as we can to to get their music heard um and so we we all kind of work together as a team and and we have fun, which I think is a, a big a big part of it. And um we have a great team behind us and a lot of our, our roster came, you know, through our um you know, good teamwork and we have a great A and R guy um who has been been out there and, and and he's been wonderful. So he's he's provided a lot of great opportunities for the label and for the company. We have quite like an eccentric um and talented bunch of people um, mm. that that we're really happy and fortunate to be working with and helping them are um, like we always say like our our aim and goal is to work with with kind people and talented people and just making sure that 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 we're all like harmonious and Um, that's basically the essence of it. (laughs) Um, yeah, (laughs) good, good music. That's being reached in different pockets of the world. (laughs) So, yeah. Right.
2: That's
0: cool. That's cool. And how long is, how long have you guys been running this, you and your mom?
1: Uh, well, we, (laughs) um, I think it's been like three, four years. We, we just opened before (laughs) the pandemic, which, which wasn't great timing, (laughs) but, um, yeah. So yeah, that just,
0: threw a horseshoe into everybody's uh, spokes, yeah. didn't
1: it? <laughs> <Last> year, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. So, being a musician 2023,
2: mm.
0: what advice would you give to a musician that's coming up? And, like, tell me about the business side of things. Like, h- how do musicians survive and make a living out of creating music and doing their passion? Yeah. Like what, what what how would you talk about that?
1: Well, I, it it is tricky. I'm I'm still trying to do it myself. <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: Um
1: uh, yeah, it's it's tricky. It's not easy, but uh, I mm. think as long as you like are doing it because you you really love to do it and it's you're not in it for like other I don't know, materialistic things or something, I don't know. But um Great. Yeah, you you have a somewhat of a well a passion for it, and uh, Mm -hmm. you surround yourself with good people. I think that's really important Mm -hmm. Um, because if you surround yourself with good people, I think good things can happen. Um, So that's I I think that's really important, Mm -hmm. especially especially now. So absolutely
0: wise words, Katrina. Wise words for sure. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And what, uh, tell me a little bit about um, what's coming down the road for you. Like what's, what's in the, in the pipeline for you.
1: Yeah. um, I'm working on an EP now um, that will hopefully be released later on in the year, which I'm looking forward to. And um, I'm also really excited to share that I'm, I did a co-write with Julianne Regan Um, and we're in the process of doing another one and she's been so wonderful to work with and she is nothing short of brilliant. Uh, so it's, it's been a real pleasure to work with her. Um, and I'm just excited to see how things unfold and, um, where music takes me. (laughs) Yeah. Right. right.
0: What, what are some of the things you've learned from work collaborating with her?
1: Um, I think like. Not, not, like, as weird as this sounds, but not, um, <laughs> not to, like, overthink things, I think, because I, I tend mm-hmm. to overthink things a lot um, mm-hmm. and just, like, enjoy the process, um, which I have. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think that's been a big thing I've taken away um, and just kind of trust the process, seeing where it goes. <laughs> cool. Yeah.
0: Cool. And do you have any shows coming up?
1: No shows, no.
0: Um, <laughs> but
1: hopefully later. Do you in like the year. <laughs> performing
0: live? Do you like performing live?
1: I haven't really um, performed live as, as like as a with a band or anything. Um,
2: mm-hmm.
1: So, but I, I I have performed live like when I was younger, um, which is which I really enjoyed. <laughs> so mm-hmm. uh, hopefully uh, I'll be able to do some live gigs. Yeah.
0: Right on, right on. Well, this has been a real treat. It's really Thank fun to talk with much. you. And I love connecting with people all over the place. And I love where you are right now. I'm All these <laughs> memories are coming back to me about. <laughs> so, <laughs> you come from a very beautiful area in the world. And yeah. um, I've really been enjoying your, your releases so far. And I look forward to Thank you um, very
1: much.
0: seeing how it progresses down the road. I'll be looking out for that EP.
1: Well, thank you very much. And it's been uh, really great talking with you.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Take care.
1: You too. (laughs) Bye.
0: Bye Bye-bye.